Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, a show where you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and it is sports time as we are talking week 13 in the National Football League, and we are recording this mere hours after the longest week in the history of the National Football League just ended as the Steelers managed to stave off some sort of weird game against the Ravens and remain undefeated, so uh, maybe we'll be breaking down a little that a little bit, although not much to go on other than the big Bud Dupree injury, but... Uh, yeah, week 12, probably the weirdest week in the history of the National Football League. Uh, joining me today to break down week 12 and talk about week 13 is Bill Needles. How are you, Bill? I am fine, thank you. All right. And rounding out our trifecta, as always, is Craig Needles. How are you, Craig? Doing great. All right. Um, God, so um, like I said, weirdest week in the history of the National Football League. We had a line that Bill was uh, lucky enough to jump on when it was minus six right before it became minus 14 and a half or some garbage. I, I, <laughs> it got higher than that eventually, but it was 14 and a half after the yeah. news came down that, uh, that the Broncos did not have, you know, quarterbacks. I mean, let's just get into that right now. Let's 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 get into it, because obviously you're the Broncos fan, Craig. You were heavily invested in, in watching that game. It seems to me, and a lot of the... Um, pundits who I've listened to in the past couple of days seem to agree that the NFL decided to make a little example of your team, uh, the Denver Broncos there, and and make them play basically with a guy who wasn't good enough to start at Wake Forest two years ago. Yes. Uh, I think two things can be true at the same time. The first thing is Drew Locke, Blake Bortles, uh, Jeff Driscoll, and... uh, and, and Brett Rippon all screwed up. Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. absolutely the case. Uh, the Broncos find those players today, which is fine with me. You you can't do indoor meetings without masks because you leave yourself susceptible to something like this. So they'll wind up being the team that um, sends that message to the rest of the league, which is too bad, but it's where we're at. Uh, at the very same time, um, Broncos players that said, hey, wait a minute, we didn't get a bye week because New England had an outbreak. What the hell is this? How come we have to play when one of when we're missing a bunch of guys, only one of whom had COVID, but stay with us here. How come we had to play when we're missing a bunch of guys? And when we were set to play the Patriots, when they were missing a bunch of guys, the NFL moved the game. Why is that going on? Which I, you can't, you have to understand where the Broncos guys are coming from there. So I, I, the, the NFL's definition of, of what constitutes an outbreak is, you know, transmission within the team. The Broncos didn't have that, so the game stays. I get it. I just also understand why the Broncos players are pissed off. So was the league making an example of the Broncos because they broke the rules? Yeah, I suppose so. But there are other teams they could have uh, made an example of that, that broke the rules in far, uh, far more grievous ways than the Broncos did. I tell you that much right now. Yeah. I, I think at the beginning of the year, the, the NFL might have naively thought, well, you know, if there's a, a few cases that happen, we can just move the game around and, and then we'll deal with the next one when it comes up. They probably didn't anticipate there being several people every single week. No, and it's obvious that they've put they, they've just decided to do the old like 
uh, like like Craig, you you tweeted the uh, the clip of Homer Simpson from one of the greatest episodes of all time. Homer goes to college with him going, "I know what I'll do. I'll hide in a closet and hope that somehow everything works out." And that's basically the the NFL has decided to kind of put their heads down and plow through on this. And if they got to move games, they got to move games. And if teams like the Pittsburgh Steelers have to play games on short weeks and they got to double up on Mondays and play some Tuesday and Wednesday games, they're just gonna do that. They're not skipping games or skipping weeks or going to it's it's obvious that the, the week 18 thing that people have talked about is just not going to happen unless things get completely and utterly out of hand and i if, that, if, i don't understand like, how it's get, it, it it has to be worse than what the ravens had this week yeah and what the I, ravens I had know. this week it was like defcon 5 as far as they were yeah. team for this game. yeah the fact that it's as competitive as it was i i think the steelers went into this game without a lot of focus, I think is fair to say. Yeah, th- uh, there's that, and, like, the short week, they got yo-yoed around when they were going to start. A-, a-, a slow, like, let's just try to win this game and get the hell out of here from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, unfortunately for them, they didn't get the hell out of there because it looks like Bud Dupree tore his ACL a couple hours ago. So that's that's a big hit to their to their chances. You're going to need uh, that guy. Uh, the pass rush is their, is, is their biggest yeah. weapon, right? Yeah, you need that guy against the Chiefs, right? Like That's exactly it. Against every team but Kansas City, they, they'll figure something out. But against Kansas City, they needed everything they could throw at them pass rush-wise, so not having him is a problem. Yeah, that was and, – and, like, he was walking off. Yeah, I mean, you could kind of tell when he was walking off. He wasn't walking off, like, gingerly or anything. Like, he was walking off slightly gingerly, but not like, boy, that guy's really hurt. But you could tell just by the – Look on his face. He was just so pissed off that you could tell he 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 hurt himself pretty badly, which sucked. Guy's a warrior. He's like, I don't think if I tore my ACL, I wouldn't have been walking like that guy was. Right? <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh God, such a weird week. The one thing I'll say about you Den- about the Denver Broncos situation with uh, what was it? Kendall Hinton was was his name. I just yeah. Man, they really that that really put to get to put to bed any notion of like it, it pointed out two things to me. One, it put to bed any notion that. Of any fat ass dude sitting at home on their couch, or anybody who not even fat ass dude, but just anybody who who you know played a little high school ball, you know the Al Bundys of the world, sort of a thing, who were just like, yeah, you know, I could admit I could get in there and complete a pass, right? Like that was put to bed, like you wouldn't believe with that, like because like Kendall Hinton was a guy he was on practice squads, albeit as a wide receiver, but he's as close to the NFL as you can get without actually being in the NFL, and then they put him in there, and it was just like, good lord, somebody help this man. Like, like Let him throw with a bionic arm or something like that. I believe like, he completed more passes to the other team than his, I think. Yes, was he, he did. one he, for nine? He's one for 13. Or no, well, he was one, one for 13 for 13 yards or something like that. And, and two yeah, interceptions. Two INTs, yeah. yeah. The last guy to do yep. that was, I believe they said that the the infamous Ryan Leaf week three matchup when he after he yelled at that like, which is the game where he yelled at the reporter afterwards in the in the yeah. locker room and in, in that famous yeah. clip, yeah, yeah, he, like Ryan Leaf. Yeah. I looked up that, that stat line. Last guy to have last guy to have more picks and completions. Yes. Yeah, I looked up that stat line. Ryan Leaf. He was one for sixteen for four yards with five turnovers. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say last guy, last team to have more picks and completions because there are guys that would come in for a, a series and throw a pick. But yeah, uh, yeah, this last team to have more picks and completions was the yeah. Chargers and Ryan Leafs rookie season. Yeah, where the guy, the guy like played the actual the whole game, right? Not a uh, thing, but like that was right. the other thing is um, your Toronto Maple Leafs, Craig. Like this somehow made them look even worse. This is this is like I don't like. 
like that guy was actually on NFL rosters in practice squads. He was I think a... it's I think it's remarkably different. No, I don't think it is, Craig. <laughs> they brought in a fifty-year-old okay. Zamboni driver. No, no, no. It's no, no, no. Now the Zamboni driver thing was fucking ridiculous. There's there's yeah. no doubt about that. But playing NFL quarterback means that you have to like know plays, have a playbook, have rapport with receivers, all these things. Playing goal in the NFL, uh, playing goal in the NHL is stop this puck. Yeah. And you know what? I, it's, yeah. it's, it's 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 no. I I think it's it's completely different. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. That was uh, that was like really because that guy like David Ayers was not training to be like some sort of. No, well, I, I don't understand. know. It's... OHL college dude. He was he was a fifty year old guy who just had a kidney transplant or something like that and came in and got a W. It was man, I don't like No, no, tell me it's 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 it was a disastrous <laughs> effort, of course it was. However, um A, he came in up four to one already. I think if if, if the Broncos were up twenty eight to seven and Kendall Hinton came in to play quarterback, they probably would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Uh also, uh it, the thing with NFL quarterback, and this is something I, I had a huge argument on Twitter about this. Someone said, well, the Broncos wanted to win on Sunday. They could call Colin Kaepernick. A, there's COVID protocols. You can't just add yeah. guys. B, Colin that Kaepernick was, hasn't yeah. played NFL snap in five years. C, NFL playbooks are not something you just like know by sitting on a plane and, mm-hmm. and looking and studying them. That's not no. at all how this goes. Not remotely. No, so the, Colin, the, the Colin Kaepernick thing was like... <sighs> I, I love Colin Kaepernick. We we, we got to let this Colin Kaepernick thing go at a certain point. Should he be in the league? Yes. Is he? Yes. No. Was he screwed by the NFL? Yes. Absolutely Would he was. He one of the 60 best quarterbacks in the world right now? No. No. Both those right? can be true at the same time. Absolutely. And it's it's just like, it, it's, it absolutely sucks ass that they blackballed that guy and never, and he should probably still be in the league right now, but we've, we've, We've got to let the anytime somebody makes a mistake like that. Well, why isn't why don't you call Colin Kaepernick? It's it's just we got to stop it. It's, we got to be better than this, I think. But uh, yeah, you can't anytime something like this. Ha- and this is obviously a, an insanely unique thing. This will, I mean, um, if if it doesn't happen again this year, it will never happen again. What happened to the Denver Broncos on the weekend, right? Like it's just yes, never, ever, 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 ever. Because no. at the very least, if if like you're at practice and a guy gets hurt on Tuesday, then you can sign somebody else and get him on the roster for Sunday, just so you have quarterbacks, right? Yeah. So yeah, no. It would it would have to be like after the year after this, it would it would actually it would absolutely have to be a Mr. Burns situation where like John Elway's like, now the only way we can lose this game is if all three of my quarterbacks suffer misfortunes. You know, like it was just <laughs> one misfortune, yes, possibly. Yeah. Two misfortunes, there's no such chance. Yeah. Three misfortunes, but four misfortunes. Yeah, so bad. Like, there were the articles about the Broncos guys being like, well, could our special teams coordinator or our, what was it, the strength and conditioning guy or whatever, he quarterbacked a little bit. Can we put him out there? And he, he knows the playbook and was just like, oh, my God, what is happening? It's so bad. Good. I mean, good on anybody who, who got on that Saints line early, I guess. Um, one thing I do want to say on a lighter note, congratulations to the three of us. I think – I, despite the fact it was the most bizarre week, and perhaps this record will contribute to the most bizarre week in the history of, of the National Football League, but all three of us managed to have a winning week, um, including Craig, who was 4-1, and one, probably should have been 5-1, and one, and I should have been 4-1 and because we both took Detroit, and 
we tweeted out uh, – we, we took the chart on the Wednesday, and then Thursday morning when we found out Galladay and everybody were still out, we tweeted out, hey, everybody, everything we said about Detroit, forget all that. <laughs> Bet on the Texans. And uh, But for the purposes of this exercise, our picks were locked in. So, yeah, Craig borderline missed a 5-0 and a week. I borderline missed 4-1. Bill was 3-2. and two. We were both 3-2. and two. In a week where the public got absolutely hammered, absolutely hammered, the, like so many road favorites – that just uh, absolutely got killed. Falcons, Raiders, boom! Like, like I believe it was like the 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 road favorites. I think were zero and six. So the so the the public got absolutely beat up. The Cardinals were favored on the road. The Raiders were favored on the road. The Giants were favored on the road. Uh, who else was favored? The no, oh the on the road one. Yeah, Miami was favored on the road in covered, so that was a different one. But uh, yeah, the, the oh the Rams was one everybody was Kansas on. Kansas City, Kansas City did not yeah. cover. The, yeah, Kansas City did cover. not cover on the road. So there's another one, right? So the public got although the the fact that they didn't cover that game was was quite shameful the way they played that second half. That was so weird. I I, couldn't I, tell I just if, thought Tampa Bay was really good in that second half. Yeah, was that it that? Is, well, let's talk about that right now. Uh, what was your take on that? Because I know well, like it was talked about that Tony Romo said that like the. A lot of people took from the fact that the last thing he said uh, coming out of that game was that he thought that was going to end up being a Super Bowl matchup because he thought the Bucks came out and made some adjustments and were able to shut them down and then make some moves. I didn't see it like that as much as the Chiefs, for whatever reason, took their foot completely off the ped- uh, off the pedal in that second half, and then it nearly bit uh, them in the ass. I, I, I'm more towards Romo's side than your side. I thought okay. Tampa Bay played a second half i thought they were really really good and look in the first half look carlton davis had a rough day there's no way around that well there just don't cut, of... don't put him sing I, did, I didn't get leaving him out on an island single high like that without safety help against uh tyree kill that didn't yeah. make sense oh, there. i thought they abandoned i thought there, i didn't think it was were... him i thought they abandoned him sure yeah but there were a couple of times though when he you know was in position to make plays and his balls whatever but there was there was one on the 44 yard touchdown that hill had it was a situation where like a perfect throw was beat the uh, perfect throw to a really, really fast dude beat you and Hill ran a perfect route. And it's like mm-hmm. that happens, you know? Uh, but the, the bucks made some adjustments. They were a lot better in the second half. They made some plays. There was a play in the second half that if it didn't happen, I think Tampa Bay might've might've won this game or perhaps, uh, or at least sent it to overtime. But there was a play. Uh, it was a third and seven on the Tampa Bay 49, a minute left. And Tampa Bay had some time. They, they, they would have had some time with the ball. And Mahomes was rushed and just throws it over the middle to Hill. But he just made this perfect throw, backpedaling. Hill made a great play. It was, it was phenomenal stuff. And it's just the sort of play that only Mahomes makes. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I, I just think that Tampa Bay played a really, really good defensive second half. And did the Chiefs let them have a, like, you know, did the Chiefs play back a little bit on some of their touchdown drives? Yeah, maybe. But the two touchdown drives, one was uh, one was two minutes and 29 seconds, and the other one was two minutes and 11 seconds. So Tampa Bay was getting their share of chunk plays. They weren't just getting six yards dinking and dunking down the field. So, I, you know, they... I thought the Bucks had a really good second half. Now, do I think they're going to be the, the NFC Super Bowl representative? I don't know. Now, the NFC is in a bit of a bad way right now, I would say. But uh, the Bucks had a very, very good second half of that game, I thought. Uh, and there was, a, there was a moment in that game where if, if Kansas City had any quarterback other than Mahomes, I think they probably would have lost. 
Yeah, I, I think that would, that's fair to say. I, I mean, the only thing that went wrong for the Chiefs in that first half was Tyreek Hill didn't stick the landing on the backflip. Backflip could could have used a little bit of work, but uh, <laughs> other than that, Bill, what was your take on the second half of that game? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, it's easy to say Tampa Bay played better defense because they coughed up what was it? it was two you know fifty yard plays in the in the first half. It's hard to do much worse than that. Um, but they did shore it up a little bit, and they did look a little bit better on offense. Uh, and they got, like Craig said, a couple of nice deep balls. Like, I think Evans had one of the deep balls, and I think Gama might have had one for about 50. Um, so they looked a heck of a lot better. But I, I don't know that they'll be able to compete with, with Mahomes. I don't think they're a bad team. I think they're good, but I don't think they'll be able to beat Kansas City. I kind of resent Kansas City a little bit for not going after. Like, Tyreek Hill had 206 yards at the end of the first quarter. Like I, I, I like I was a little resentful that that he only ended up with like sixty more yards after that. I thought they should have he should have at least cracked three, and they should have probably been trying to go for the all time receiving record in that game. I thought I thought it was very much in play, and I don't know it it would have been just insane to do that. Um, a little bit worried about the Bucks offense. They still got to stop running the ball on first down, and they've really got to just commit to Ronald Jones at this point, I think for when they do run the ball, but uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, anyway, kudos to us on, on a week where the public absolutely got destroyed that we, we, we had a good week. I'm proud of us. And uh, yeah, I'd say the average gambler needs to start listening to this podcast. Cause uh, well, the casual gambler should probably start listening to this podcast. Cause uh, we're giving out winners. Um, let's go to Sunday afternoon because of course there is no Thursday. Do, game this do we want to, do we want to do lions now or do you want to wait until they come up on the schedule? Oh, let's wait till they come up. It's the second game. Okay. So we, we, we can, yeah. we can hold off on the, on the Matt Patricia postmortem. Cause I do want to get to that. Uh, but we'll talk about this game first. Uh, the saints and the Falcons, are up Falcons coming off a, an absolute dru- uh, drubbing of the Raiders I had that one nailed cold man and they like they missed a couple of touchdowns too that could have been a hell of a lot worse for the Raiders I don't know I like I, I thought the Falcons would cover and win that game but I, I in my wildest dreams that I expect like the 30 plus point and the 40 point blowout that was crazy um the Saints coming off a win against just a weird weird win against Craig's Broncos uh two games last week where a quarterback was a, where there was a winning quarterback who didn't even crack 100 yards passing. One of them was Taysom Hill, who did have two yards rushing, but still. Uh, the Saints, minus three heading into Atlanta. What do you feel about this one, Bill? I think Atlanta's probably getting a little too much credit for the hurting they put on um, on the Raiders. Uh, so I'm going with the Saints here. Division game. What's your line? What are you looking at? Three or two, two and a half? Saint, Saints minus three I got right now. Got three, okay. Um, I, I still probably take the the Saints here. I think the Saints are just ah, right. Taysom Hill struggled. Mm-hmm. What a horrible line. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 with you. I agree. I think it's the Saints minus three. I think you just trust them and Sean Payton to get it done. Plus, I don't think we should be trusting the Atlanta Falcons two weeks in the row in a row, and they are attempting to bait us with that three point home dog line. I think Atlanta, I think the Saints win this game on defense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I I'm agree. thinking. Is Julio Jones going to be part of this? Uh, well, I can quickly Google uh, Julio now, Jones. Really, I know may not be part of this. So yeah, that would be I, an I've awkward. Seen, if you look at the numbers of Matt Ryan with and without Julio Jones, it is staggering. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's they, not uh, Julio that gets it. Sometimes it is Jones, Ridley that Jones gets is it. Limited Julio's in the game. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Jones, Jones and Gurley were both limited is what I'm – yeah, to reiterate Gurley what Craig was like saying. He's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, who knows? Jones, Jones, Falcons hope Jones is going to play, but mm-hmm. Ridley, I think, is more of a question mark, and he's, he's obviously a pretty good part of it too. I just think the Saints' defense is, is really, really good, obviously. And, they, uh, and I think and the Falcons offense, they can get it going, but I don't think they will against it. They've never been good against a good defense. Yeah, I agree. So we're all on New Orleans. I think I think that's the right call, even though they're the the road dog or whatever. I don't think that uh, I think the Saints are the play here. I think a lot of people will be on the Falcons after what they did last week. And I believe that to be a mistake because, uh, yeah, they'll just look at what the Falcons did last week. And then the Saints, who, you know, just played that stupid game that wasn't even really an NFL game, if you think about it, against the Broncos last week. And Taysom Hill, again, didn't crack 100 yards and still won the game. And that game was, like, the score was, like, weirdly close. If you had that minus 14, it wasn't until about the third quarter where you were like, okay, we got this now, <laughs> right? Like, it was just, like, the Broncos were just one fumble six or something away from, from making that competitive, and they were yeah, obviously going to have... the Broncos defense did not play that. I mean, I know no. Jason Hill struggled too, but the... The Broncos could have made that a football game if they had anything yeah. at quarterback. Yeah, they just they they couldn't get they couldn't stay they kept getting off the field, but then the problem was what they would have to get right back on the field. Yeah. The, was the, was the, yeah, they might have been even better on defense if they got a chance to you know take a breather. Yeah, that's exactly get they, some water. Like it was yeah, it was bad. Um, all right, uh, next up, my beloved Detroit Lions are heading into Chicago to take on the Bears. Uh, Bears getting the three point home bump minus three. They've already said Mitch Trubisky. Uh, is going to start this game. Uh, Trubisky, I think, undefeated against the uh, Chicago Bears, uh, which likely will be the highlight of his uh, career when he's setting pins in a bowling alley in two years, um, having made millions of dollars. Uh, but the, uh, t- the Detroit Lions uh, fire uh, Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. Their attempt to become the mini Patriots failed miserably. Um uh, I mean, I get, I get the uh, like. First of all, I just want to preface this by saying I got the logic behind what they were attempting to do. I, I like, I like, I did not like the Jim Caldwell hiring when it happened for back in in 2013 or whenever it was, 2012 2013. Um, and I was wrong. Jim Caldwell did very well as the Detroit Lions quarterback. Unfortunately, we didn't get any playoff wins, but we got to the we had winning seasons pretty much every year with him except the last one, and made the playoffs a couple of times and were competitive in that in in the in both those games and kind of got screwed in the one against the uh, Cowboys. But uh, you know, it, it looked like we needed to do something to kind of shake it up and and uh, get. Uh, do a little something to get over the hump. And they thought that Matt Patricia was that guy and Bob Quinn was the guy and they would bring in that, that Patriots light culture and attempt to adopt that. So I, I got the um, logic behind trying to emulate to, you know, and, and grab pieces of a organization and a culture that has been successful for 20 straight years, including nine Super Bowl trips and six championships. I got the logic of that. Unfortunately, it, didn't work out and 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 is like Matt Patricia has to be the the most of the the Bill Belichick coaching tree which has failed miserably with the exception of Brian Flores uh Patricia I would say has to be the most spectacular failure in this just in terms of like what an asshole he was and how much people seem to hate him and the players on Twitter giving him shit what do you think on this one Uh, I'm gonna call call up DeAndre Hopkins and see what he thinks about this fair I have a feeling 
going to disagree with you. <laughs> yeah, but Bill O'Brien, you know, like, say what you will. He had some winning seasons. Matt Patricia cannot true. say that, right? Like, true. That's true. But as far as uh, player disdain goes, I think that, uh, well, mm. you know what? No, actually, I, I, I take that back because uh, uh, you had uh, Kenny Galladay liking Instagram posts about Matt, uh, Matt Patricia being fired. You had Ashawn Robinson, who plays for the Rams now, getting out there and uh, having a nice laugh on Twitter. You had Darius Slay. He just tweeted the eyes emoji. That was it yep. right after the news broke. Mm-hmm. And Ashawn Robinson is an interesting one from the perspective of he tweets like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, right? yeah. All right, this, this is the time to dust off my old Twitter account. Let's uh let's kind yeah. of throw some dirt on Matt Patricia here. So he was pretty motivated. Um yeah, it, it it's it's a disaster. And the the state of the 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 team going forward is troublesome because if you look at the over the cap page, uh mm, it's bad. You you trade Stafford, and that's fine, but you're gonna have to to eat some dead money on that. There's there's no way around that. Um Trey Flowers is on the team next year. And mm-hmm. Trey Flowers, nice player, probably not a $20 million player. I think nope. that much we know. Uh, Justin Coleman, probably on the team. Now, he's, he's fine. Taylor Decker is on the team for sure next year because he's got $15 million dead money. But the offensive line actually is a pretty good group. So that's, that's not one to worry about. Jamie Collins, you yes. owe that guy $11 million next year no matter what you do. And he's been a mess. He's been awful. Just a mess. Mm-hmm. Um... The the guys they brought over from New England, for the most part, have just simply not been very good. So I think that – and here's the other thing with the Lions. The skill position guys on offense, Galladay's a free agent, Jones is a free agent, Amendola's a free agent. So they're going to have to basically revamp the offense, whether they want to or not. This is a big job. This is a bigger building job. You'll have a little bit of money to play with, but not a lot. I think that the play here, though, is at the end of the season, there's going to be a couple teams that if you call them and say, hey, will you give us your first round pick for Matt Stafford? Mm-hmm. That would that would have to have a meeting about it. Yeah. Absolutely. And this year, you, you, you couldn't have traded them this year just because the, the way the contract works out, it was just never going to happen. But this coming year, you can move them. You yeah. Move them. Yeah, like if you call the LA Rams, although the Rams are like they're, you would have the to. The Rams are locked restru- in. The Rams... Yeah, yeah, the Rams can't do anything at quarterback. Well, I've always said them. you can. I've always said you can do stuff in the. Uh, you, you can do stuff in the NFL. So, like, I wouldn't take the Rams completely off the table, but they, no, they would but take some fantastic at, maneuvering. Well, no, but if you look at the particulars of that contract, if Jared Goff is not the Rams' starting quarterback in 2022, there is a 40 million dollar cap charge. I, I, I'm going to confirm that, but I yeah. believe it's a 40 million dollar cap charge that the Rams will have for mm-hmm. not having Jared Goff on the roster. I just I just don't think that's an option when you you're already paying Aaron Donald and you will be paying J- paying uh, Jalen Ramsey rather uh tremendous sums of money. It's just not an option to have 40 million on on uh dead money on one dude. It just it can't be done. Yeah. So um oh excuse me. I I sorry, I'm going to take back what I said. It's not 40 million, it's 49. Oh, uh, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> but just, oh, that's much worse. <laughs> Yeah, there's just too much guaranteed money on the contract. You can't do it. Um, so, we'll, like, I don't think the Rams are an option. However, mm. would the San Francisco 49ers think about it? Yeah, 49ers would be a big one. And the Indianapolis Colts, They'd depending to, on how they the, do, the, right? Like, if Phillip Rivers decides he's done, is, is mm-hmm. that one that, that's a conversation? Are the Denver Broncos a conversation? Yeah, that'd be fun. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. Huh? The Denver Broncos should be a conversation. Like, would yeah. Denver consider it? The answer is maybe, of course. With everybody uh, else we'll, back we'll, healthy. We're going to see what Drew Locke looks like for the next uh, six weeks here, but I think Denver would at least, uh, at, at right now, they'd have to think about it because they've got some, like, they've got a really nice set of young skill position guys in offense, and you can't waste that with messing around a quarterback. And yeah. the Broncos have some money. Um, there's a few other teams I think that would that I think would be a lot better if Matt Stafford was their quarterback. It would the Bears would never it, it would never happen. But oh. there's there's uh, I'm sure some Cleveland, other teams. Maybe. Uh, they're eight and, like they're eight and three. They're going to be in the playoffs in the first time forever. They're really going to move on from Mayfield. Uh, if they were crazy, they would. <laughs> I, and, and and look, I, I think it would be a defensible position, but I don't think it's one they're going to take put it that yeah. way i don't know they do uh, so much to hide him during the uh during the games if yeah. they if they got oh, stafford's arm with those running backs next year yeah oh yeah. of course I, I, it would I be shrewd as hell it would be shrewd as hell shrewd as hell they'd be a, yeah. what if just trade the two guys one for the one for the other yeah that could be something oh it depends on who the next people running the lions would be but i i now with the with the browns be better if, if matthew stafford was their quarterback absolutely i think uh I think there are very few teams in the NFL that if they traded their quarterback for Matthew Stafford, they would be worse. There are some that would be about equally good, and but the no, the number of teams that would be markedly worse is is not high. Um, but, yeah, so he'll, he'll have a market is the moral of the story. So I think that the Lions might be looking at, again, I'm sorry to say, uh, the, the, the total teardown here. Oh, it's it's just absolutely a total teardown. They gotta they gotta move Stafford and just start over. It's just classic us. Uh anyway, depressing stuff aside. Uh, I'm glad Patricia's gone, and yeah, it looks like a uh, total teardown for the Detroit Lions once again. Uh Chicago Bears minus three against the Lions at home. What do you think, Bill? You know what? I'm gonna trust uh, trust your fire the coach bump and go with the Lions here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't think either these teams are particularly good, but it's. Division game should be close. Give me the Lions. Hopefully they play a little more motivated football. The only thing stopping me from taking the Lions is the yeah, getting the fire the coach bump, which is two for two this year so far. Um, the only thing that stopped me is if Kelly, if, if Kenny Galladay is not playing, just don't bet on this game. If he is, take the Lions. That's Kenny that's Galladay it. did not practice today. And he did not practice today, which is why I, the only reason I have the hesitating, like the only reason I'm hesitating on this, and because the Lions always like seem to choke against Trubisky for some reason, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it's got to be. Uh, yeah, you got to take you got to take the fire of the coach bump, and this one might have particular. Uh, uh, <laughs> this one might be particularly good just because of how. Like everybody just flat out hated playing for that fucking guy. So, yeah, it might be huge. Uh, Craig, where are you on this one, gambling wise? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the same as you. Avoided, but if Galladay's playing, I think you can trust the Lions. All right, next up, the Indianapolis Colts head to Houston to take on the Texans. The Colts minus three on the road. This is a road favorite. So uh, a week after the road favorites got completely killed, here we are, good team, road favorite, divisional matchup, heading in to take, the te- uh, heading in to take on the Texans. I am going to do what I think will shock the two of you, and I'm going to say that I'm on the Colts. I'm on the road favorite this week. I, I, I think the Texans, I know they look really good the last week. I think the Colts 
Um, dropped a tough one to the Titans last week. Lost the uh, top of the division there to the Titans. And I think they're going to come back strong in this divisional matchup. Plus, I like Frank Reich over uh, Romeo Cornell, even though uh, Texans getting the uh, few extra days rest, having uh, beat up on my Lions and ended the Matt Patricia era uh, on Thanksgiving Day. But uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I think I'm on the Colts minus the three here to uh, bounce back. What do you think, uh, Craig? Well, let me say this to start, and I mentioned on the podcast last week. If you are not a believer in DeForest Buckner as probably the second best defensive player in the NFL, Preach. Other than Aaron Donald, um, I, I, all I've got to show you is the game tape from Sunday against Tennessee and what Derrick Henry did to this team without DeForest Buckner, because it wasn't pretty. No, it was it not. Was, uh, <laughs> the, the, Could have had four. Could have had had yeah. three. Could have had four. He 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 dominated this football game. Dominated this football game. Uh, as for DeForest Buckner, uh, him being on the team would definitely uh, uh, definitely be a significant uplift for the Colts in this football game. Um, so it looks like they're going to get Jonathan Taylor back from the COVID list, but they have not said whether they're getting Buckner back. That will heavily inform how I feel about this particular football game. I'll tell you that much right now. I think that the Colts are obviously a lot better. I think the Texans have won two games, which is great, but I think it ends here. Uh, but whether Buckner's out there is going to make a big difference in what kind of game I think this is. If he's not out there, I think this game's close, and I probably want the points. If he is, I'll take the Colts. Uh, will Fuller's not going to be in this game as he was will Fuller ain't suspended. Gonna be there at all. Yeah, he's he's done for the year. It seems like with the uh, with, with the six game suspension. Um, uh, the Texans receiving for mind you, uh, that's a big issue in this game as well. That would make folks favor the Colts because Cobb is hurt. Yes, they cut Stills because he didn't want to be there, so they cut him. Um, Fuller is suspended, so basically it's just Cooks and dudes from the street. So yeah. that is interesting against a uh, against a team that obviously has a pretty good defense. So. I, the, the, the Colts likely be the play. The only thing is if, if Watts, if, if, if Buckner's not around, I don't know if I want to give up points to bet on a limited Colts defense on the road. Yeah. I, 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 I'm on the Colts. I think this is a spot. They're probably going to be one of my five. Bill, what do you say about this one's Colts uh, three point road favorite? I love the Colts here and I'll, I'll tell you why I think one losing Fuller, which is, he's a great possession receiver. Um, losing him and going into playing a good defense like this, it's just bad timing. You know, you expected to have him going into the game. You're going to be able to plan without him. But like Craig said, they're not going to have much talent at the wide receiver position. And against the Colts like this, it's going to be very difficult to get some of those third and eights and third and nines. Uh, I don't care how long, you know, you extend the play. If you don't have anybody open, you're going to take some coverage sacks. Um, I also like the Colts because... Uh, not only did are they losing Fuller, but like Craig said, they're probably getting Buckner back. But Derrick Henry ran all over them. But Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. The Texans do not have a running game anywhere near what what the Titans have. Um, so I think even without Buckner, you're not going to see them run for 200 yards. They're still the Texans. Uh, so I like the Colts here for a number of reasons. 
next game, the Las Vegas Raiders coming off that drubbing on the road against the Atlanta Falcons are once again a road favorite, this time a heavy road favorite because they are playing the New York Jets. Uh, the Raiders, this opened up at Raiders minus 7. And it is now Raiders minus eight, and I saw it minus seven and a half earlier, so it has slowly creeped up a uh, half point at a time to minus eight where it currently is. I was on the Raiders at the minus seven. I'm probably still on them even at the minus eight, but I wish I had a bet. If I was going to bet at this game, I wish I had gotten them at the seven and not at the eight. But uh, if you're one of those compulsive types who just has to gamble, I say uh, you take the Raiders here because they're going to become pretty pissed off after getting embarrassed by the I realize it's tough to be on the road still and favorites on the road again, but the Jets are the Jets, and they're terrible, and the Raiders are going to be pissed off after getting embarrassed by the Falcons. What say you on this one, Craig? I I don't like this. Um, yeah, it's the Raiders for me. It's the yeah. Raiders. I, I, I think that they got their wake-up call last week, so they're going to come out here and, and, and blow out the Jets. That Raider game, like, they look terrible, of course, but that was just one of those games where you're like, oh, every conceivable thing's just going to go wrong for us. Yeah, I don't know what car was. The car looked so good the week before, and then I don't know it's, what. It's, he's, had, like, yeah. he's, he's had a great, great season, and all of a sudden he had that disaster. So. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at this AFC playoff picture, and – I think the Raiders have to win this game if they want to be taken seriously. I think that much is, is the case. But the Raiders are on the outside looking in all of a sudden, and that's mm-hmm. not a bad team. Um, also, from the like the, the the teams that are in the lead of their division right now, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Tennessee, Buffalo, I see no way in which they don't get in. Tennessee's the only one that may or may not win their division. Mm-hmm. Cleveland's getting in. Yes. Yeah. Cleveland is in. So all of a sudden for Miami, the Colts, Las Vegas, and Baltimore, there's four. There's two spots for four teams. And I think that Baltimore, of course, thought that this was a playoff year, no matter what. Uh, not even a Super Bowl year at the beginning of the season. Yeah, yeah. Now, all of a sudden, they're six and five, and they've got a tough, uh, they got a tough road here as far as the upcoming schedule. And I know people are going to say, Craig, you can't count on, count on Cleveland. That, that's their, how do we know they're going to make the playoffs? Um, the rest of their schedule includes Pretty games soft against after this week. Yeah, they, they have the they, yeah. They, so t- they play Tennessee, then they're home to Baltimore, then they have the Giants and the Jets. Yeah, it'd be a it'd be a hell of a collapse. And then Week 17 they play Pittsburgh, and and we'll see how meaningful that game is for the Steelers. It might be very meaningful, but we don't know. Yeah, I got a feeling it will be very meaningful because I think the Steelers are going to get clipped. They, they've had their schedule moved so much. They're going to get clipped at one point by one of these teams that they should beat. Probably not this week, but who knows. Um, uh, Jets, Raiders, uh, Raiders uh, minus eight point favorite. Bill, where are you on this one? Yeah, I, I think you go Raiders. Uh, I'm certainly not betting on the Jets. Um, Carr had a bad week, but there's no reason to think he's not going to bounce back and, and, and play some good football and, I'd say they should have not much trouble moving the ball at all um, and and hopefully less turnovers because the Jets' defense is just so porous. Um, give me the Raiders, but don't watch the game. Uh, next up, the Cleveland Browns, the aforementioned Cleveland Browns, are heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans, and the Titans are laying six at home. Uh, I think... I want the Titans on this, but this game's a stay away from me because I'm I've, I've been avoiding the Cleveland Browns all year, and so far my wallet is I think much better because of it. Just because the, the the Browns and 
and in any given moment they they they've been they're eight and three at home. They're eight and three straight up, but they're four and seven against the spread. So I'm glad I've I've, I've stayed away from the the Browns. They've they've had a weird schedule, weird games, weird injuries. Stuff has happened to them. Um, Titans look so good, took over the division. Um, I think if I'm on a side in this one, it's probably the Titans, but they're not going to be one of my five, and I'll most likely just take uh, totals in this game. Uh, what do you say on this one, Bill? Titans minus six at home. Yeah, I, I like the Titans here too. I, I think the Titans. I've just found them utterly predictable this year. They just go out and play good football, nothing fancy. They're not going to blow anybody away. Usually last week was an exception, Um, but I think they're going to be able to just study football, beat the Browns by, you know, 10. I worry about a backdoor cover or something like that, but um, I don't see the Browns. They're just more unpredictable to me. Um, And I don't see them coming out and playing great football against a good team like Tennessee. So give me Tennessee. Tennessee minus six. What do you think, Craig? I'm taking Cleveland. I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, the Titans are without Taylor Lewan, And that's become very clear at some points in some games that, hey, if T- Taylor Lewan's on a round and it's been, become a problem for Ryan Tannehill, Miles Garrett comes to town this week. Mm. I think Tennessee. That's a very good point. The Browns, the Browns keep it close, but Tennessee wins the game. That's that's very that's solid that's solid. I forgot to mention that the Raiders game against the Falcons last week was probably a look ahead game, right? Since they had the Jets this week. Well, yeah, you know, you, they, they, yeah. I'm sure they were working on other Jets plays. <laughs> yeah, it was a total total look ahead spot. It was so uh, obvious yeah, okay. against the Falcons. Like, hey, we watched a lot of Jets tape this week, guys. We should watch some Atlanta. <laughs> oh man, I, what a weird egg. I mean, uh, uh, so bad. I mean, I was on the Falcons, but yeesh. Uh, next up, the Cincinnati Bengals head to Miami to take on the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins covered on the road last week, starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. We uh, were kind of off that one, um, although we did. I believe we did suggest in the pod last week that if uh, we that we felt a bit safer covering the uh, the road favorite if Fitzpatrick was starting as opposed to Tua because historically asking rookie quarterbacks to cover high lines on the road, even against teams like the New York Jets, um, has not worked out, but here we are. And it does look like Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to start this game because I don't think Tua is going to be right. It doesn't, from what I'm reading right now, it doesn't look like Tua is going to be ready for this game, perhaps for week 14. But not in this case. The Cincinnati Bengals managed to eke out a nice cover and screw a lot of uh, public bettors who were on the Giants last week. Um, as they got Colt McCoyed. But uh, the Bengals, man, they, they didn't look too, too good and still lost against the uh, against Colt McCoy and the New York Giants. Dolphins minus 11.5. What do you think, Craig? Well, the first thing I think about this is the following. Mm-hmm. Scott Hansen. <laughs> Don't show this game. Absolutely. High, I was just going to say this is the it's second a- highest line of the week, the Do- Miami Dolphins. It's it's a high line. The Dolphins aren't exactly super exciting to watch in the best of times. It's Patrick going to be playing quarterback. The Bengals are like, it, no, do not show this game. I'm taking uh, I, I'm taking the Bengals to cover, though. Yeah. OK, just taking the high line against the Dolphins. I, yeah. I really, Although the Dolphins have been the special teams to slash defensive team scoring team this year. So uh, that'd be something I'd be a little bit wary about if I'm looking to cover this high line. Um, also, Joe, like if. If Joe Burrow plays this game, it's probably only like eight, right? Eight or nine? 
It's still high. It's still high-ish. I think it's a touchdown. I think it's a touchdown, Joe Burrow's yeah. play. But, yeah, and uh, Joe Burrow was a Joey Covers all year, but uh, who knows about Ryan Lindley. Um, Miami Dolphins minus 11 and a half. What do you think, Bill? Too many. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think it's a hold your nose and take the Bengals scenario, but uh, I'm 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 not on this one this week. Man, this line opened up at Miami minus eleven. It's eleven and a half now, and there's a lot of like most of the tickets are on the Bengals, but most of the money is on the Dolphins, which means the sharps are on the Dolphins. So I don't know. Maybe we should be on the Dolphins. Uh, tough to say. We'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should be on the. I I don't recommend betting on this game, but I I, 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 I don't I don't I don't like why I know the Bengals are lousy, but I, I'm giving up eleven and a half points to bet on a team with a, an even offense. I think is is is. I, I think you're just it. yeah. They they could get a special team score though, right? Against yeah. against the Bengals, and then the Bengals have no like. You, I don't foresee the backdoor cover. Like I'm not worried about like if I'm up fourteen with thirty seconds left and Ryan Lindley's got the ball in the thirty, I'm really not worried about the backdoor cover there, right? Um, Last game of the 1 o'clock slate, the Jacksonville Jaguars head to Minnesota to take on your boys, Bill, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings are laying 10. Shameful, shameful by your Vikings getting uh, getting the win and not covering last week. Absolutely shameful. They like just don't fumble one of those two fumble sixes back to back, and we're fine. That was that was one of the more annoying. Uh, okay, I'm on this team, and they like that was one of the more annoying uh, win but don't cover teams I've had lay that on me before. But uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, Vikings minus ten. You boys uh, heading to Jacksonville. What do you think? It's a lot of points. It is a lot, a lot of points. Yeah, like. Look, 50, 56 minutes of that game last week were fine, but man, there's just so many brutal mistakes. The the fumble six is the there was a turnover on special teams, plays, no less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you get any of those, no, you can't lay ten points with this team. But they probably won't do that again, right? So I I like I think I I take the points here, um, but I'm comfortable with the Vikings going into this game. I think they're going to win here. Ten just seems like a lot, so give me the points. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on Jacksonville for this one. I don't. I don't think it'll be one of my five, but uh, yeah, I, Jack, Jacksonville seems like the play. They have been covering a few of these high lines. Let me just quickly check the Jack. And eh, the Jags are only five and six against the spread, but they tend to. They, they they've been covering these high lines for the most part. The Vikings, I don't think, should be giving 10 against anybody because they're capable of laying an egg and flat out losing this game. Uh, and I just, yeah, I, w- I would be on, on the Jaguars, although it looks like Thielen's going to be back after being put on the COVID list yep. uh, as a yep. late scratch for that one. So that's a that's a, that's a a big deal for sure. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think you got to be on the 10 here. What do you think, Craig? Um, I don't know. I, do I want Mike Glennon on the road? Yeah, it Is certainly we, seems like they've... Who's, play, who's playing quarterback for Jacksonville? Do you know the? I think, I, I think it's still Glennon, and it certainly seems like Glennon's been been in to keep their uh, to keep them neck and neck with the uh, with the New York Jets for that, for that first yeah, overall that's, pick, that's right? Fair yeah. enough. Because yeah. like Luke some plays, like I thought he looked okay, so maybe mm-hmm. that's exactly. Thought process was was get that guy the hell out of there. Yeah, Luton, um, Luton played the two games and he looked very good. Uh, two, what was it? God, week ten they played somebody and they were in it. And then the Steelers obviously just passed. oh it was the, it was Green Bay. Remember he he was yeah, in it they, making they, plays they, against they, Green Bay. It was a competitive game, yeah. Yeah, and then game. and then against Pittsburgh, obviously he got slaughtered. But that would have happened to more or less anybody in the league, right? But in that spot, yeah. but 
Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, they're playing their third best quarterback for. Well, I should say I was going to say reasons unknown, but I think the reasons are very much known. They're playing yeah. their third best quarterback. Uh, do I want to take that? That's a lousy team on a road on the road against a team that's playing pretty well lately. Again, a couple plays notwithstanding. Uh, this is a stay away from me. I think if I'm betting on it, I take the Vikings. So, all right, fair. Uh, marquee match of the one o'clock slate. I'm going to go Browns Titans for that one. I think that's yeah. the marquee oh, match that, of the that one o'clock slate. Far and away. I'm yeah, Colts, Colts Texans is very interesting to me, but I, I think I think Browns Titans just with the playoff implication puts it over the top. Uh, first game of the four o'clock, like the Los Angeles Rams head into Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Rams minus three point road favorite. Uh, I am on the Arizona Cardinals this week. They're probably going to be one of my five. I the only hesitation I have is I got to wait and hear if. The uh, the Kyler Murray thing was real last week, you guys. Um, we we were kind of on the Cardinals as the road favorite last week. The Patriots. We we mentioned earlier that uh, Taysom Hill won a football game without throwing a hundred yards. So did Cam Newton last week, and it was ugly. But they managed like, to get it there. Can we talk about Cam for a second? Just because I know a lot of people have been critical of his play this year, and for good reason. But I think that what we're seeing is the reason why he was available for a one and a half million dollar flyer is uh, teams just didn't think that good Cam Newton was available for 16 games and the Patriots got it for two. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly. Seems that way. Like he hasn't been, now he hasn't been the same. So he looked good in the first four ish games and then he got the COVID and hasn't looked good really since. So how much of that is COVID related? I don't know, but uh, you're, you're, precisely right this is why but like man but like i like go back and listen to our pod in like week three or four and we would have been like how are teams how did they bleep this up letting the you know like one million dollars back on the patriots damn them right you know like and you know here we are 10 weeks later and it's like you just thought this guy's body may have been too beat up yeah to 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 be a quality nfl quarterback for the for the long haul and and it's looking like they may have been correct in that assessment. Absolutely. Uh, that said, I think I'm on the Cardinals. I was on – was I on the Rams or was I off the Rams? I was off the Rams last week because I had San Francisco plus the seven, and it got – like it looked, halfway through the third quarter, I was like, uh, I got this. And then all of a sudden, the Rams were up three with the ball, and I was like, I don't got this. And then <laughs> luckily, the Cardinals – uh, managed to, uh, to or not the Cardinals, the Niners managed to squeak that out with the last second field goal. I'm on the Ram. I'm on the Cardinals with the caveat of I've got to hear more about this Kyler Murray thing because that shoulder of his is he's hurt right now, and if he can't push the ball downfield, the Rams will just be able to stack the box nine and let Aaron Donald and the boys get after um, get after him because you, you just yeah. you can't well, have DeAndre it, Hopkins getting only five targets. Week. Yeah, we were talking last week that, well, Belichick's going to take something away. And we thought it was going to be Murray running the ball. And I thought I think that the Cardinals may have thought the same thing. But Belichick decided, no, no, no. We don't know what's going to happen today. But we know that number 10's not going to beat us. And they took away Hopkins. And the results were, were not good. The results were not good. So I hope Kyler's healthier because uh, healthy Kyler is the heck of a lot more fun to watch. He just was not as aggressive running the ball as he normally would be. And one wonders if he was worried about getting his shoulder banged again. Yeah, that close play at the goal line, everybody uh, everybody talk, talked about that, where they had him in shotgun as opposed to what they was probably called for a QB sneak, and they were just, it seemed like they were afraid of the QB sneak, and then they, they 
handed it off to, to Kenyon Drake five yards behind the goal line, which was odd. But uh, obviously that play was heavily discussed all week. Um, Cardinals getting three at home. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I don't I don't think there's a huge talent differential between these two teams. So I'll take three points at home with the Cardinals. I, I think that's, that's me getting a few points extra. Um, but obviously the health uh, of Murray is going to be uh, a huge factor here. So let, assuming we get what we've seen thus far this year, I, I love the Cardinals here. I think it's a great position to take them. McVeigh finally had some some backhanded stuff to say about uh, his quarterback for the first time during their uh, partnership last uh, Sunday. And there have been some rumblings about maybe Jared Goff isn't going to start this one. I'll bet he'll be under center for this game, but uh, it, it can't be good for what's going on. Uh, Cardinals getting the three with some, some woes uh, in the Rams uh, locker room there. What do you think, Greg? I think that I want uh, I want the Rams. I think they bounce back. Um, I, the other thing I'll say about this game is the following. If the Vikings beat Jacksonville, I think you know, it's a better high, and the Cardinals lose this game, to the Rams, which I don't know if it's probable, but it's certainly possible. The Minnesota Vikings will move into a playoff spot in the NFC while the Arizona Cardinals will be on the outside looking in. Oh, that'd be crazy. Well, we said we said a couple weeks ago the Vikings were the only team who uh, had a chance to clip somebody, and uh, here we are, even after uh, I didn't a weird loss to Dallas. About it week 13, though. We, I did not think we'd be talking about it week 13, especially, as you said, after the, uh, after the loss to Dallas. But the way that it works... Uh, uh, from the t- from a tie-breaking perspective, is I think that the Vikings would get in based on uh, conference record. So yeah, the uh, it's it's a it's a tiebreaker that may not last, but they would have the tiebreaker. Yeah, Cliff Kingsbury is just awful to watch coach when you have money on him too. That's going to be dreadful for me this weekend. Absolutely dreadful. Oh well. Uh, next up, the New York Giants and Colt McCoy are heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. It certainly looks like Colt McCoy is going to start this game. Daniel Jones doesn't look like he's going to be out long term, but probably won't start this game. Uh, Seahawks laying ten. Uh, Bill, what do you think? <laughs> You know what? I think you got to go with the uh, the Giants here and bet on maybe a, a backdoor. Um, that Seahawks secondary looked a little better, but is still terrible. I think they got a little help last week. Um, I think the Giants are going to be able to score a few here. So if they can keep it even somewhat competitive, 10 points is way too many. So give me the Giants. Speaking of backdoor, in the last Seahawks game on Monday night, oh my God, one of the all-time great gambling moments or like great moments in gambling history because that <laughs> I I have never seen a team like it you I I would really have to search to find a team that the way they played for 60 minutes of a football game deserved to cover less than that Philadelphia Eagles team and then went through a borderline hail mary where. The, the 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 Seahawks players they didn't even bother jumping they were like why <laughs> right like I'm not risking coming down and like tearing a knee or something so yeah well I'll let this Eagles guy bat it to the other guy who's gonna like have the ball stick in those stupid gloves for a one-handed score and then we're gonna go for two because the math says when you're down two touchdowns and you get the one you got to go for two because I think it increases your chance of winning by six percent so even if you had the cover it was like oh shit for like they're going for two and then again the Seahawks were just like yeah sure score the two we don't care you're not <laughs> you're not coming back and winning this game so Miles Sanders got an easy two-point conversion god all-timer 
insane. Uh, Seahawks minus 10, Craig, coming off a, a insane uh, backdoor loss uh, gambling-wise the, from the Seahawks. What do you think? Um, yeah, certainly was nutty. Uh, I, I hate this game. <laughs> um, I'll take... I'll, I'll have to take Seattle. Uh, just because I don't know if, like, even though the defense is lousy, I, I just don't know how off the Giants. Well, the defense is stepping up a little bit the last two weeks. I don't think yeah. uh, DVOA now, wise. Now, now, yeah, they, they've they've been playing not great teams, but coincidentally, mm-hmm. are not great offenses rather. But uh, nice and coincidentally for Seattle, they're going to be playing a not great offense again. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll I'll will I'll I'll take Seattle to cover. They made plays against Arizona two Thursday nights ago for sure, and then the guys that they picked up seem to be rounding into form, right? Like Jamal Adams is getting back to form. He's he's healthy. Yeah, that's true. Against Arizona, Carlos Dansby's been helping a little bit, right? Yeah, so or uh, Carlos Dunlop. Yeah, Dunlop. Sorry. Yeah. But here's the thing: letting the Eagles score 17 points in the recent past is uh, is actually not great. I know that uh, I know that uh, eight of them were off the hail mary, but. it's not exactly something that would make me feel better if I were a Seahawks no. fan. No, eight were off a not trying. Like, I'm not even joking when I say the Seahawks weren't trying. Like, like you watch that borderline Hail Mary. They were just like, I'm not jumping for this. Because why would you risk coming down in a pile and tearing a knee in a game you're clearly going to win, right? Like, it, 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 so I, I don't blame them. Uh, Seahawks next, uh, next three are uh, Giants, Jets, Washington football team. So I don't think that if you're a Seahawks fan, we're going to have any definitive answers on whether the pass rush has been fixed for a few weeks. Fair. Yeah, good point. Uh, yep. yeah, nice little confidence builders coming up, that's for sure. sure. Next game, the Philadelphia Eagles head to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Packers laying nine. Oh, my God. You guys, they're doing it to us again. You got to hold your nose and take the goddamn Eagles. Oh, God. Ah, I hate it. It worked out last week, but again, it took a miracle. But once again, you're just holding your nose and taking the Eagles. What do you think, Bill? I can't do it. <laughs> I I got to take the Packers here. I mean, oh, wow. the Eagles were like that Packers secondary is bad. Um, they're not they have not been good this year, but Seattle has been worse and they still couldn't do it took a miracle against Seattle. And I would argue Aaron Rodgers is better at cementing people than I think we'll see that we saw last week, at least anyway. Usually Seattle is better than that. Um, I I think Green Bay is going to just torch them. Um, And I think Wentz is going to have another terrible game in what should be a good one. So uh, give me the Packers. I'm not putting that much money on Wentz. I mean – what do you do with Carson Wentz at this point, Craig? I mean, I I, I thought halfway through that game, Talk I think I texted you. Yeah, I, uh, I... They play Hurts is what you're asking. Um, yeah. If if they decide they're going to pull Wentz and play Hurts, that's the decision that we're moving on from Carson Wentz as a franchise. Fair. So, yeah, you're you know right. It's, and, I and, just... like, and, and maybe maybe that's what they decide. I'm just saying that that's more than something that you've done for a week. At that point, that's a permanent decision that you've made. If you... Yeah. If you put a healthy Carson Wentz on the bench, that is a permanent decision you've made. So he looks so and, and, bad, and, though. Maybe it's the right decision. That being the the, all, the other thing is, if you're trying to move Wentz in the offseason, starting hurts now doesn't help that. So yeah, I know he look he looks bad, but that's that's a decision where you're moving on from the guy that you thought was your franchise quarterback. It might be the right decision, but there's a lot that has to go into that decision. And the other thing, of course, would be 
the Eagles still have a chance to make the playoffs. I think yeah. those chances go down based on who they who they play in the next little while because they 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 started a pretty tough run of their schedule uh, against the Seahawks, but then you go Green Bay, New Orleans, Arizona. There's a chance they go zero and three in that in that that trifecta. They're gonna at best be one and two. So you look at that. Let's say they go one and two in that stretch, which again is is, is being kind. They're going to be four nine and one. I think that'll be the end of them. I think that someone in the NFC East will be far enough ahead that uh, that that'll be it. So maybe you could start Jalen Hurts at Dallas or at home against the Washington Football Team week sixteen, week seventeen. But again, if you are making that choice, that probably means that Carson Wentz is done as your quarterback, which might be the right decision. But that that's what the long term implication of it would be. Uh, where are you on the minus nine in this one? I want the Packers. Okay. I, 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 I think they just absolutely steamroll those guys in this game. I think it'll look the heck of a lot like Sunday night's game. Yeah, all of the all of the tickets are on the Packers, because obviously the public's on that, but all of the money is on the Eagles, which means the Sharps are betting the Eagles, which means this is a pros versus Joes game. And I'm telling you guys, I think you just got to hold your nose and take the Eagles and then just not watch the game, I guess, maybe, or like watch the game, but do so from the fetal <laughs> position, I guess, because like, but like the, the Sharps are it's on the Eagles. It's situation where like, you know, let's say Green Bay gets the ball first, they come and Rodgers just goes zip, 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 and they score. And then Philadelphia goes three and out as they are wont to do. Yeah, and they're punching I, I the know. ball back to Rodgers, and you're thinking I, to yourself, "Well, I shit. don't." You know I what I mean? It's just have, it has I one know, of those games where, like, you know, by like in the middle of Green Bay second drive, that you just you're not covering. But it's just like you just gotta watch. You just gotta take the Eagles and watch this game from the fetal position, man. I'm telling you, like that. Like the Packers are such a square play here. It's it's just, the best QB rating Wentz has had on the road this year is 81. <laughs> Hey, I didn't say it was going to be pretty, Bill. I just said you got to do it. I, you got you curl, you do it, and then you curl up into the fetal position, yeah. and you sing your happy song, and you you just hope everything works. Or out just all right. check back in on the last play of the game when he's throwing it yeah. deep to the end zone, and hope for the best. I guess, man, it's so bad. Uh, oh, okay, cool. The Eagles got another hail mary cover. Great. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, the next game is a little bit easier for me. The New England Patriots are heading into Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. This game opened up at New England, uh, or it was Chargers minus one and a half, uh, and it has been bet down to a pick 'em. Based on coaching matchup alone, uh, give me the New England Patriots, and they're going to be one of my five. And I don't, I don't think I need to think it through any any further than this. I, we 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 discussed Cam Newton being severely banged up. He won a game while throwing for a hundred less, while not throwing for a hundred yards. Uh, he'll do it again. Bill Belichick will come up way will come up with ways to frustrate and get under the rookie uh, Justin Herbert's skin. Even though Herbert's looks so dynamite, Bill Belichick is just gonna. Th- this is where he flexes a little coaching muscle. And Anthony Lynn should have been fired on the spot for what he did in that in that last game against the Bills. That, that was that maybe was... the worst. Of game. Look, they were gonna beat Buffalo no matter what happened there. I don't think. No, but, but they still. they had a chance if they got down there and threw the ball as opposed to running it. So that was as bad an end of the game as we've seen this year, I think. Yeah, it that that was that was god awful. I'm 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 on the Patriots. They're going to be one of my five. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I mean, Patriots against a rookie QB. I I, I really want to take I I do feel like the Chargers have been a better team this year. Um but I, I do worry when it comes to rookie QBs, you can really scheme them. Um and very few are better than that than than Belichick. 
Uh, so I think I got to go with the Patriots here. You have it at a pick them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go just with the coaching advantage. I, I think the Chargers are a better team, but I think they're going to get out of schemes. So give me the Patriots. Uh, Patriots, Chargers, that a pick them? What do you think, Craig? I definitely want New England. Um, and I will say this. The Patriots, if they get to 10 and 6, have a chance. So they got to run the table. Yep. Chargers, Rams, Dolphins, Bills, Jets. It's not impossible. Uh, it's tough. But it's unlikely. Tough. Let me tell yeah. you. Let me tell you. If that happens, I'm going to be wealthy because I had that Bill Belichick coach of the year bet at the start of the year. Yeah. And well, I forget what it was. It was 15 to one. I bet 50 bucks on it. Mm-hmm. I would. I would enjoy. I would enjoy winning that bet. So yeah, he would. He would force his way in there. Gonna need the. I think you're going to need the Steelers, Steelers to, to lose a few times. Yeah, the Steelers will have to drop one because if you, if the Steelers go 16 and 0. Table, you you have to give it to him. But if exactly. if Belichick if Belichick gets this team into the playoffs, this group of guys into the playoffs, oh yeah, they they have to. Get he's, also, like he'll he's, be also in... Bill, he's also Bill Belichick. Like there's that yeah. part of it. He'd be the Gordon Bombay of football. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sunday nighter. Not a... lines. They have to redraw the lines. We should have Mahomes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, for. <laughs> Roger Goodell walks up. So I'm sorry, Andy Reid. This quarterback is playing for the wrong team. That would, oh God, Bill Belichick would cheat like that, wouldn't he? <laughs> well, I'm afraid it's no mistake. Patrick Mahomes is playing for the wrong team. <laughs> like, could you imagine the rest of the world? No! <laughs> what? No! I was watching an old, there's a clip from The Simpsons uh, that I was watching years ago where they were making fun of the Patriots and. Uh, the, the Patriots, like the, like they're watching, uh, I guess like the Springfield isotopes or something were playing like the Boston Patriots, quote unquote. And it, like, uh, they throw a touchdown and all of a sudden the Patriots mascot runs on the field and catches a touchdown and they flag the play. But then, uh, the referee goes, uh, actually, apparently the, uh, mascot is on the 53 man roster. So good touchdown. And then everybody's like, what? And the announcer goes like, and the Patriots cheat again or something <laughs> like that. And it was just like, oh my God. So bad, so bad. I just imagine uh, Belichick. I bet Belichick saying to Andy, "Oh, you got a whole team full of Mahomes. This one kid isn't going to make a difference." <laughs> I <just simply> don't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Ah, oh, great stuff. Sunday nighter, your boys, Craig, the Denver Broncos, headed to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. I do believe you will have an actual NFL quarterback for this game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to actually sure. ask, ask the NFL to redraw the lines right before this game. Yeah, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> uh, biggest line of the week, Chiefs minus 14, getting two full touchdowns against your boys. Where are you on this one? <laughs> um, in the Mahomes era, since he's officially been starting quarterback, the Broncos have just simply not played a competitive game against this team. Even the game that Mahomes got hurt in, they were not competitive. I do not expect that to change. So, My only hesitation for this one is the Chiefs have not been... They, they've showed a penchant for taking their foot off the gas and, and these high lines... the spread? I am checking that right now. Where are you, Kansas City? They are 6-5 and five against, the, uh, against the spread, so middle of the road, which and the 6-5 and five would tell you they have not been covering the high lines that they've been getting against certain teams. And, the uh, Chiefs have uh, Chiefs have won uh, just uh, two games by ten points uh, or more uh, since the uh, since the sixth of October. One against the uh, the Jets, which okay, 
and the other against the uh, Denver Broncos. Mm. So <laughs> that would have been uh, in yeah, Denver too. They, yeah. They haven't, they haven't been blowing people out as the moral of the story. That much is very fair to say. So I don't know. Maybe you take the 14, but I just I've, I've watched too many of these games to be comfortable with it. Tampa Bay is still ahead of them in DVOA, which is weird to me because I'm no math guy. But Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay played a good game against the Chiefs, so they're not going to go down too much. Yeah, I guess theoretically, but uh, I just uh, I mean, the math guys are smarter than me, but at a certain point. There's the eye test, right? And then, like, my eye test would tell me I would want the, I would think the Chiefs are better than the, uh, than the Bucks. But uh, yeah, you'd think it, they, it would skew it that game. They got absolutely destroyed. You'd think they'd skew it enough to get the uh, the Chiefs ahead. Yeah, but, apparently uh, not. Uh, apparently the Chiefs, the Chiefs, though, I think that their their argument would be the Chiefs have played a couple of games that have not exactly been gangbusters, even though they've won. No, but so, not embarrassed like that. No, and that that, that much is very fair. Uh, the Saints are still number one by uh, a pretty significant margin, and that didn't mm-hmm. change this week after the uh, beatdown against Denver. Now, the DVOA formula does not take into account you played a team with no quarterbacks, I don't that's think. That's true. No, <laughs> I, that's, uh, that's the one flaw in the DVOA uh, system. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We know that every year, every year, there's three, four games where one of the teams doesn't have quarterbacks, right? Wait, what? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> first time, uh, you say? <laughs> But uh, yeah, that is uh, that is how New Orleans expanded their DVOA lead to about ten uh, percent, according to the folks over at Football Outsiders. Um, they're thirty eight point three percent total DVOA. The Steelers are twenty eight point six percent. Now the Steelers are going to get a nice bump because that is not factored in here. The Steelers are going to get a nice bump from uh, holding Baltimore's offense to a relatively pedestrian effort. But again, that does not take into account that half the players had the Rona. Uh, Chiefs minus fourteen. Bill, what do you think? probably take the points here i it's just too many um so take the points and and don't look back i know we're bragging about the broncos getting an nfl quarterback but i'm not so sure they'll have an nfl quarterback in say 2022 like i I, i'm not sold on lock just yet um oh well we talked about it earlier maybe they're one of the teams that's uh, doing the matt stafford shopping this offseason or the and here's what here's what i think they'll do the sam darnold shopping i think they might do that that's a move, yeah, because like, Sam Darnold's a guy I would for sure take a flyer on. You can't – Yeah, and like, their thought process will be Fant, Judy, Sutton, and Hamler. All of them are probably better than anyone who's played for the Jets. Well, Dolphin, well, well uh, Darnold's yeah. been there. So yeah, that's a reasonable argument. The Darnold thing that like, frightens what's your, me. What's the best-case scenario going and getting – like, are, are you talking you, you middle into the playoffs and lose in the first round? Uh, no, I think that they believe that Sam Darnold can be a franchise quarterback. They believe that in his draft year. I'd like. And I think that if, if the I Jets didn't trade, fun story. Yeah, it, like I, I, he would have some work to do to get that to get to that oh, level for me. But... Work, absolutely, have some work to do to get to that point. But what I would say is, if you look at guys who have been taken the top five of the draft, can you think of anyone who's been put into a worse situation than Sam Darnold? Abs- no, absolutely not. Like I mean, like no. the lack of talent on the team, the lack of. And I've seen some high draft picks in my day yeah. as a Detroit Lions fan, like Joey Harrington and the like. But like, man, yeah. like Darnold, but it just Joey Harrington, so like they, toxic. They, they, tried to, they tried to help Joey Harrington. The Jets have shown no evidence of doing this. Yeah, exactly right. Which is why, like, because the thing that hesitates me for Darnold is Darnold at every level has always thrown a ton of interceptions at every level. Yeah. So I don't know why you would think that would go away in the NFL. So that's the thing that has hesit- that's the hesitation I have. But, but man. He's not, has, he's, 
he's got more talent than he's shown since he's been in the league. I think absolutely. I think and I can't, yeah. And I can't, I don't think we can evaluate. I don't think this guy can be properly evaluated, even though he's in like year four or five or whatever now, just simply because it's so toxic. What is happening? Now, with of the course Jets. I would rather have Matt Stafford than Sam Darnold. No question, but the acquisition cost will be a lot lower for sure. For sure. Uh, Monday night, we got doubleheader on Monday thanks to some COVID nonsense. And as of right now, the Washington football team is heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. The Steelers, who uh, mere hours ago uh, of us recording this, finished a game against the Ravens where they won and remained undefeated, 11-0 and now. They will be on a short, short day's rest, set of day's rest, uh, before they take on the football team. And they are laying 10. Um, football team. Uh, you take the 10 points with Washington. They, Alex Smith is giving them some good stuff, and that defensive line will be able to get to Ben Roethlisberger. I don't think yeah. the Steelers – I don't think the football team is going to lose this – or win this game. I do believe that the Steelers are going to – although I think that the short COVID has, like, opened it up a crack for this to be, like, a weird Washington maybe pulls it off sort of game because it's just – it's going to be so weird for the Steelers to try to prepare for this game and then play a, a afternoon Monday game. But they're going to be able to get to Roethlisberger, and the offense should be good enough that they can do things, and Bud Dupree being out is is going to be weird. So Washington was one of the easier picks this week for me. They've been pretty good to me gambling uh, most of this year. And the 10 is too high. The 10 is simply too high, and this Washington team is being underestimated. What do you think, Craig? The Washington NFL team front seven, Chase Young, Ryan Kerrigan, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, like that, that, that's just on the defensive line. They're, that's good. I shouldn't say front mm-hmm. seven. Linebackers, there's some there's some shaky spots there, but the 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 defensive line is extremely good. Um, so I think that that's enough to keep the game close. I'll take the Washington football team. Yeah, Steelers uh, getting ten at home against Washington. What do you think, Bill? I think you got to go with the Washington football team. Uh, the Steelers have not like I know they're undefeated and on paper they look amazing, but they have not been blowing out that many teams. I think they've won maybe three games by more than ten uh, this year. Uh, yep. It's not a heck of a lot, and um, and they were against worse teams than Washington for the most part. Jaguars, uh, well, Browns are a decent team, but I, I still think you, you take the 10 points here and you assume that Steelers win this game, but not as handedly as people might think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers have been... They've been putting in work. They're 8-3 and three against the spread, and that includes dropping to 8-3 and three today, and they only dropped to 8-3 and three because of a, a pretty fluky touchdown that... Uh, uh, Marty McSorley through to uh, to Hollywood Brown today. I didn't even know Mc. I didn't even know Marty was uh, was was on the Ravens, but apparently he is. Uh, he was ejected uh, for using legal stick. Um. <laughs> oh God, what a move! Uh, McSorley and sticks was a bad thing. Perhaps he should have taken up football because he wasn't very good with sticks. Because um, there was the other thing. Uh, the Buffalo Bills head to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. Well, sorry, let me repeat that. The Buffalo Bills head to Arizona to take on the Arizona 49ers because that uh, yeah. they are not allowed to play in San Francisco anymore. Crazy, but here we are. But uh, what's one stadium for another when you're playing with no fans in it anyway, right? Uh, this line to open up at Bills minus two and a half. Uh, the tickets are on the Bills. The money is on the 49ers. That's why it's down from two and a half to two. I took the 49ers at two and a half for the contest. They're going to be one of my five. So if you want the Niners at the two and a half, you got it. Um, I just like the coaching matchup here. And I think that the 49ers will be able to run the ball against the Bills. 
Bills coming off a pretty high. Uh, the Bills have been running high, and I think they're a damn good football team, and they're gonna they're gonna look really good in the playoffs and make some noise. I just like uh, I like the 49ers in the coaching matchup here, getting the two and a half, even though it's weird scenario for them, not playing in their own home stadium. What do you think, Craig? Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think that I want the uh, want the Niners as well. Um, the Bills tried very hard to lose the Chargers. That's something that they yes. really, really and the Chargers to... said no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't want to forget it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, they they have not looked good lately. And um, man, the Buffalo defense that was supposed to be the strength of this team, and they have uh, they have not been great. They have not mm-hmm. been great. A little bit better, sixteenth in DVOA uh, in the last couple of couple of weeks. They're yeah. they're they're meddling. They're, they're mediocre. They were supposed to be good, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'll take I'll, I'll take the uh, the Forty Niners. Uh, Bills minus two. What do you think, Bill? I, I like this game. I think this this could be a good game. And uh, man, I'd really like it if it was a couple more points. But I I think you take the Niners here. Um, take the home team with a, a little bit of an edge, um, get some points. Um, but I think it'll be a good, really close game. Anybody could be the victor here. So take, take your extra point and take the home team. Last game of the week, because we have a little Tuesday night matchup. The Ravens getting an extra day off, uh, to play the Tuesday game against the Cowboys. This game was actually supposed to be played tomorrow as of us recording this. I believe it was the Thursday game. So the, it was ca- game? So the Cowboys are getting uh, ostensibly a bye week before this yep. <laughs> this game is to start. They're playing with like, a, like I don't know, what is it, seven, eight? They're, almost, like, they're, 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 they're 12 days rest. They're 12 yeah, 12 days, days rest. So nearly nearly two, two full weeks off for the Dallas Cowboys after the Dallas Cowboys got embarrassed on uh, – Thanksgiving by the football team. I don't currently have a line on this. Are you seeing anything, Craig? Either. I've been looking all over the place for it. Um, yeah. I suspect the reason is uh, is we Lamar Jackson if, have COVID. Yeah, exactly. That's, we don't know if Lamar. Well, like, not just there. There are many people beyond Lamar Jackson, but he, of course, is the most relevant of the of, mm-hmm. of the. Because Lamar Jackson actually has COVID, right? So there's no way yes. he's going to play in this football game. He like basically everyone else on the roster has it now. The the concerning thing, and this is. Um, is Mark Andrews has type one diabetes, and oh. he has, which type one is not That's as bad awful. as type one. It's it's not as bad. However, Still. is he going to be around anytime soon? I guess we're going to have to wait and see. So, uh, and I'm obviously I'm 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 very hopeful that he makes a very quick and very full and very speedy recovery. He has being a professional athlete in his corner, which is a good thing to have going for you with this situation, being someone who's uh, in, in very good physical shape, but. Um, yeah, I uh, I think that I would take uh, if this if we were just picking get this game without a spread, I think I would kind of want the Cowboys because of the rest that we were just talking about. Yeah. But uh, oh wait, yeah, I was just gonna say that I thought I found a line, but I don't have a line. So uh, yeah, never mind. Um, I, if you were just picking this game straight up, I think I'd want the Cowboys because of the rest and because Baltimore is gonna be sort of still recovering, uh, for lack of a better term. But uh, I guess we'll see what the line looks like. I suspect Dallas is going to be favored, but it's impossible to say until we know a little bit more about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I would. I'd, I would like I'd, to like piggyback in saying that I also wish Mark Andrews, because God, that's like just nothing but good health going forward. Because God, that's scary. That is like, I'm, whew, that's frightening. Um, probably not quite as frightening as the Dallas Cowboys attempting a to gain thirty-five yards on a fourth and ten fake punt. That was their their smart plan. 
God, that was that was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my damn life. Although I had money on the football team, so I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, that was some Jerry Jones seriously loyal, and I don't think yeah. you can fire a coach when you when your starting superstar quarterback breaks his leg in week four or whatever it was. Yeah, but he's like, there's been an I've seen enough to <laughs> to justify that Jerry might be like, you know what, I'm gonna make this my one time. I don't <laughs> I don't stick to my guns. I you are out of here. Mike McCarthy, and don't let the door hit you on the way out. Uh, God, that was terrible. Uh, anything you want to add to Cowboys-Ravens potential there, Bill? Um, not really. I, I think until we know who is and isn't part of this game, it's, it's really hard to do much. I think the Cowboys getting some nice rest will be nice. Um, but the difference between um, – because I, 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 you don't even know if if, if RG three is good to go because he got dinged up at the end of, yeah. of, of that. So game. if it's Trace so, McSorley all of a sudden, that is an awkward situation. I, but yeah. maybe after the sample size, you choose to play Trace 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 McSorley. Yeah, Trace McSorley. Um, so I, I think you got to find out who's at the helm before you can make a, a real bet here. But uh, I guess I like I like the Cowboys side of things, um, but I'd rather know the line and who's playing. Just, yeah, and that, that's why we don't know the line, is because we don't know who's playing. Just a quick vote between these two teams. What was more embarrassing, the Cowboys' uh, fake punt attempt or the Ravens at the end of the first half in the Steelers game today? Well, as Scott Hansen tweeted in the moment, uh, that, that was the worst That was the work cl- worst clock management in the history of Wednesday afternoon football. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well played, Scott. No, well think, played. Uh, the, the Cowboys thing was more embarrassing because uh, John Harbaugh... It was a four-point game! Oh, no, the Cowboys thing definitely more embarrassing. John Harbaugh had a case when he said the Steelers deliberately were sitting on guys to waste time and should have been flagged. He was right about that. So, no, yeah. I'll take the uh, the Cowboys thing as being more embarrassing. Now, uh, here's the thing about the uh, the Steelers is, you know, you got to... You, like, you, 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 you got to bend the rules a little bit in order to give yourself the best chance to win. So I don't blame the Steelers guys for doing it. I do blame the referees for not being like, ah, no, we're going to throw a flag here and give Baltimore a fresh set of downs and stop the clock, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, so that Ravens, is, by it, the way, should have still passed either way anyway. True. Sorry. Yeah. That, they brought that among themselves a little bit. I don't know why they were running there. Um, that was it for week 13. All that's left to do is our picks. Craig, you were 4-1 last week. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off with some week 13 picks there, good sir? And if I got to do my picks again on Thursday morning, I think I might have found a way to become 5-0. and Yeah, um, I, we definitely, we just, yeah, and I would have been 4-1 too, but yeah, I don't know. It is what it is, right? Sometimes uh, we, sometimes right, we get the benefit right. of that. Sometimes we don't. Touche. Here are my, bet, yeah. here are my, uh, my picks. I'm going to pick the Saints because I think their defense carries them. Uh, yeah, I think uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, I am going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to pick Seattle. I'm going to pick the 49ers. And my last one, I think this is a fun one, but I'm going to do it. Give me the give me the Cleveland Browns and the six points. Ooh. All right. Uh, Billy, who you got? All right. I'm, uh, I'm with you on the Patriots. And I'm actually with you on the Saints. Um, but then I'm going to take the the Colts. I will lay all those points with the Packers. And lastly, I will take... Go back and forth between two. I will take the San Francisco 49ers. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to make it a clean sweep on the New England Patriots. I'm going to make it a clean sweep on the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to join Bill in taking the Indianapolis Colts minus the three. Give me the Washington football team. They've been pretty good to me this year. I'm going to take that plus 10 with them. I think they keep that game close, and I think uh, people are underestimating them a little bit. The last one I'm debating about, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take Arizona plus the three. But I just want to be on the record saying, like, I'm officially locking in for this contest. I'm taking Arizona plus the three. But uh, – I'm, I'm just going to say that um, I wanted to join you guys and make it a clean make it a clean sweep with New Orleans, which would have been the first ever time I think we would have had three clean sweeps. Um, so that would have been that would have been something. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Arizona plus the three and hope that Kyler Murray's a little bit healthier for this game because that's the only trepidation I have with that pick because I just think they should, them getting three against the, the, the Rams is, is a good spot at home. Uh, that is it for week 13. Crossover podcast available at the crossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. We're on iTunes. Please rate, subscribe, five stars only. And as always, you do not have to listen, but please download the Crossover Podcast, although you should listen because we're giving away a lot of really good football picks these days, you guys. Uh, we're also on Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, so check us out there and please leave a review to pump up our numbers and review base on that uh that will be it for this week i don't have anything else planned uh as of yet for the other side but we got a few things in the works for the month of december but we'll be back next week breaking down week 13 and talking uh gambling on week 14 as we often do we're getting close to the end here you guys it's getting a little uh getting a little scary although the nfl uh, is probably a bit happier that uh, they're almost through this season uh hopefully week 13 goes off without a hitch but uh we'll see uh that is it Take care, you guys. It's always fun doing this with you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next time on the Crossover Podcast. For the crossover.